Well, you know, mums are a coach, you're a coach, you're a cheerleader, you're a counsellor, you're confident, you're a chef, uh, you're a chauffeur, you're the CEO of your children's development, uh, you're a champions, um, and of course you don't always feel like that, uh, but your job description is amazing. And uh, um, the other thing that I notice with mums, they're so good at finding things when kids lose things, and even as dads when we lose things, the first place I go to is, mum, where did I leave my keys? And um, I, I remember years ago, when our kids were very young, Wendy and I were on holiday in the Hawke's Bay, uh, staying at a hotel, and it was the last day, um, we'd been away for four or five days, and it was our last day there, and Wendy had left her rings, there were three rings, I think, on the, the Duchess there, um, and one of her rings was her engagement ring, which took me over a year to save for, um, I was on about $5 an hour back then, and... Uh, but it was a beautiful ring, and Wendy's rings were there, and then we were getting ready to go home, and she went to get them, and they weren't there. They were gone. And you could just imagine the drama uh, that was unfolding right there and then. And so we looked under the bed, behind the furniture, through the sheets, everywhere, and then we finally asked the kids, nope, well me. And uh, so we kept looking, then Wendy, of course... This mother's intuition goes, there's something fishy with my kids' answers. And so there is this um, lampshade, and Wendy puts her hand up under it, and there's a little bit of a tingle. There's one ring, two rings, three rings placed under this lampshade. Well, Wendy was relieved, and she was mad too. <laughs> and the kids were in trouble. But do you know of all the gems that there are, rubies and sapphires and so forth, there's one ruby that, one gem that's very different than all of them, and that's the pearl. And the pearl is very different because gems like rubies and sapphires are dug out of the ground and polished, but the pearl is a gem that is grown in an oyster that takes usually three years to grow. It has, it's not taken from the ground, it's in part of a living organism, and it grows slowly, layer by layer, is what is called the mother of pearl that is layered down over this little uh, irritant, it can be a piece of sand, uh, a broken piece of shell, and the mother of pearl, these layers of calcium carbonate and, and protein, are layered in such a way that when the light comes off, reflects off it, it comes with this beautiful iridescent colour to create this pearl. And in um, Jesus' days, pearls were something of great wealth and great worth. Um, and they are today. In fact, the largest pearl, uh, wild pearl, is about 22, 23 uh, millimeters in diameter. And it sold a few years ago for $1.5 million. So it's a lot of money. And, um, and the best pearls, believe it or not, are grown in the, in the seas north of Australia. I wish they would have said the north of New Zealand, but it's the north of Australia. Um, but pearls are very precious, and this process of layering one layer over another over another is very much the process of how wisdom is built up in our lives. It's just layer by layer by layer by layer. And so <laughs> I want to draw from this picture, this illustration of the pearl, and encourage us all, encourage mums, women, dads, that we're in a process of growth, of lowering wisdom upon wisdom upon wisdom upon wisdom, that we can become this beautiful pearl that God has called us to 
to be. And so I'm going to flick through a few slides because we're not going to be able to get through all of these today. But what is wisdom? I think it's a good question to ask. What is wisdom? And the skillful application of knowledge. I went and looked in all um, a number of Bible dictionaries and online. There is just so many different definitions, but I think this is the easiest one. The skillful application of knowledge. There's some definitions that say uh, wisdom is being wise. It's not very helpful. So they just left that one on the side there. But the skillful application of knowledge. Um, and is a good illustration of how this works in the life of Jesus. And here's Jesus with his mum and dad. They've been to Passover. And uh, they're coming back home. And Mary and Joseph think Jesus is with them or with the relatives. But of course he's not. He's back in the temple. And then we read, three days later, they finally discovered him in the temple, sitting among the religious leaders, listening to them and asking questions. All who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. And Jesus increased in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and man. And what Jesus is doing here is giving us an example of how the process works. So wisdom is the skillful application of knowledge. Jesus is sitting at the religious leaders receiving knowledge, receiving information on the scriptures. He's learning. He's asking questions. He's chewing it over with the religious leaders. He's discussing things. And here's the thing. Then he applies it to his life, and he walks in what he's learned, and that's called wisdom. And when you keep walking in those things, you're doing wise things, and you gather this body of experience, if you like, that becomes wisdom in our lives. We all know that uh, peaches and apples and pineapple and even tomatoes are fruits. But wisdom says when you make fruit salad, you don't put tomato in it. And so <clears throat> it's this process or this application of knowledge. True wisdom comes from God and I want to encourage us all today, right where we're at, to ask God for wisdom. Why don't we just take a few moments to do that right now? Father, I thank you that all wisdom comes from you. You're the source of it, Lord, and you're so ready to give it. Lord, you're more ready to give it than what we are to ask for it. Father, I pray right where we are, Lord, with the challenging situations that some of us may be facing, Father, I pray for your wisdom. Lord, to give us the answers and the skill of how to walk through those situations in Jesus' name. I pray that especially for mums this morning, Lord, maybe facing difficulties and challenges in their, at home or at work, I pray for the wisdom from you that will help them in Jesus' name. Amen. What is God's wisdom like? God's wisdom is from above. It is first pure. It is also peace-loving, gentle at all times, and willing to yield to others. It is full of mercy and the fruit of good deeds. It shows no favoritism and is always sincere. The book of Proverbs is full of wisdom statements. And a proverb is a short statement that's long on experience. And why Proverbs were written as short statements is they're easy to remember. And so here's a couple of proverbs. A gracious wisdom, wisdom, sorry, woman gains respect, but ruthless men gain <clears throat> only wealth. Charm is deceptive, but beauty does not last, but a woman who fears the Lord will be praised. Short statements that are big on the impact. <clears throat> There's not only biblical uh, proverbs that are really helpful. Uh, Wendy's taught me one when she's out running and when I'm jogging is uh, where the attention goes, the energy flows. So when you're struggling running, and uh, trying to do your exercise, 
when he tells you, just imagine getting to the end of it, and that's where your energy will go. My little saying is, uh, suck it up, you've only got 12 more minutes of pain. <laughs> so when I'm out there running, and it's tough on me, I'm saying, suck it up, you've now got 11 minutes. Suck it up, you've now got 10 minutes. Whatever works for you, use it. Here's a couple of pearls that um, our mums have written. And uh, I want to say thank you to all the mums that have written. I would love to put all these up, and I encourage you to go to the board and read them. We're going to finish on this one. Pearl one, choose to be grateful every day. It might be as simple as the sun on your back or the greenness of the trees. When I read the greenness of the trees, I thought it could have been the blueness of the sky. But (laughs) anyway, Sheridan will appreciate that. Uh, Gratefulness brings hope and trust. One of my favorite scriptures is uh, 1 Thessalonians 5.18. Give thanks in all circumstances for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. We could spend a whole uh, um, message, many more actually, on the benefits of being grateful for the small things. And I want to really encourage you mums, encourage all of us, The outcomes of being grateful are so good for our health, our mental health, our physical health, our emotional health, and it's a great thing to impart into the lives of children. Because here it is, it's the antidote of entitlement. It's the antidote of entitlement, a grateful heart. Pearl 2, I really like this one. Be really optimistic about your kids. Have high expectations of your kids and help them rise to the occasion. Inspire them to do the right thing, and they might just surprise you. Isn't that a great pearl? Pearl three, this is Wendy's one. When you say no to your children, say why. If your children ask for more food, just don't say no. Can I go to my friend's place? No. Can I watch TV? No. Can I have an apple? No. Can I have a banana? No. Can I help dad mow the lawns? No. Oh, uh, yes, is there something wrong with you? Um, Pearl four, I think this is a beautiful one. This is probably my favorite one. Put God in the center of it all, all the time, and see how different every day uh, will be. Isn't that beautiful? This is how um, Solomon wrote it. The fear of the Lord is the foundation of wisdom. Knowledge of the Holy One results in good judgment. And I I just want to, we're going to close with this, this verse here. This is from um, Proverbs chapter 31, and a lot of people say this is, you know, what the ideal wife looks like. And, yeah, that's true. But this is a picture of Jesus and his church. This is a picture of men and women who have embraced wisdom into their lives, and this is what wisdom produces in a person's life. And it's a beautiful thing. When she speaks, her words are wise, and she gives instruction with kindness. I know kids love wise mums. She carefully watches everything in her household and suffers nothing from laziness. Her children stand and bless her. Her husband praises her. There are many virtuous and capable women in the world, but you surpass them all. Charm is uh, deceptive and beauty does not last, but a woman who fears the Lord will be greatly praised. A man who greatly fears the Lord will be greatly praised. The fear of the Lord means to respect him. And it's really interesting, Solomon wrote the book of Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, and the Song of Solomon. In the book of Proverbs, fear the Lord is recorded 14 times. In the book of Ecclesiastes, it's about six. 
And in the Song of the Solomon, which is a love story between a man and a woman, between Christ and his church, it's not said once. And I'll quickly mention that why. But I want to encourage God is so good to fear, so good to respect. Why is God so good to respect? He is awesome. Our God is an awesome God. And he's awesome on your behalf. Deuteronomy 7.21, for the Lord your God is amongst you. He's a great and awesome God. He's awesome in your family. He's awesome on your behalf. And because of that, I respect and fear him. He's a holy God. A God who's never done anything wrong. There's no sin. There's only righteousness and purity. And he's your God and he's my God. What an awesome, holy God we serve. And our God is our friend. Jesus said, there's no greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. What an invitation to be a friend of God. And when you have deep respect for God, it changes to deep friendship with God. And so that's why in Proverbs and Ecclesiastes, the emphasis is on fearing God. But in the Song of Solomon, this love story, that deep respect it's changed for deep friendship with God. And when you're in a place of deep respect and deep friendship, the wisdom of God is going to flow in and through your life. And this is what people will say. But a woman, a person who fears the Lord will be greatly praised. I want to say thank you to all the mums for the wisdom that you carry and the wisdom that is building up layer by layer as you seek God in your lives and your families. And we honor you today for the wisdom that you carry and for the wisdom that you share in your families. Thank you. And I reckon it'd be really good for us dads to acknowledge that this morning. So let's put our hands together and say thanks to the mums. Thank you for your wisdom.